Hey everybody. Um, welcome to the newest, unless there's been newer out, episode of Movie Therapy. Or maybe it's a different year. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's a different year. And this maybe is they're really going back one. and checking out all the archives. This could be a classic. If that's true, yeah. thank you. If yeah. you're a big classic movie buff yeah. and you clicked on it because of this title, it's amazing. Thank you. If you're looking for classic good movies, because I consider classic mean good, you have taken a wrong damn turn. Did, did, have you heard, did you hear that, Daryl? Yeah, my brother picked this movie. He thought it was a different movie, but uh, I was too far into it and too, too invested in the uh, topic that uh, I just said, you know what, let's just do it. This is why we don't take people's advice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully we'll get some advice yeah, that's a little better advice. than this. But, you know, we love movies. We love watching movies, and we really like bad movies. So, without further ado, let's do White Zombie. White zombie. So, um, so we watch movies a lot. Yep. Both of us do. Yep. Um, and before this movie, it, the movie I had the worst time, like the hardest struggle to watch before this movie was Phantom Menace. Okay. And I was like, really even the young. first time. Yeah, even the first time oh. I couldn't watch Phantom Menace. Huh. Um, but this movie, uh, the first time I watched it, I fell asleep, and I wasn't even really tired. Like I, this is the only <laughs> time I've ever been so bored I've fallen asleep. Yeah. Second time, I was so lost. Yeah. To the point where I thought I knew what was going on in it. Yeah. And then when we came here to make the episode, you started saying things. I'm like, yes, I did. I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> well, um, I mean, part of my process in in doing this show is. Uh, is I kind of like, I read through the synopsis mm -hmm. of a movie and I find that it makes a lot more sense when I actually get through it. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, if I hadn't have done that, I might have been in the exact same boat as you. And I'm not gonna lie, I fell asleep watching it too. It's, it only runs an hour long, which is usually how long one of our podcasts run. Yeah. And uh, it's a real big debate on whether I'd wanna watch a podcast or this movie again. This, <laughs> this podcast is gonna be higher quality in every way, shape, yeah. or form in this movie. And before people s at home go, oh, you know, it's just black and white, so we we're just critiquing on that. Um, I'm a big fan of Hitchcock movies. Like I watched *Stranger on a Train*, which is a classic black and white movie, mm -hmm. many many times. Like I'm I'm a fan of black and white movies. Yeah. Uh, we both like uh, the *Night of the Walk*. I mean, *Night of the Living Dead*, not *Walking yep. Dead*. You're a fan of *Walking Dead*. It, yep. it had nothing to do with the era. There's been great movies from this era. Yeah. It was just. Bad acting, a lot of it. Weird writing. Yeah. Plot was kind of everywhere. Like, um, so Dracula's in this movie. Well, not officially, <laughs> but I'm calling him Dracula. Yes. He looks it was his most famous role, and he probably didn't have a, m a more famous role after no. that. He has, um, we're talking about, of course, uh, Bella Lugosi, mm. um, who is a classic horror actor. Mm -hmm. He does did a lot of horror movies. Um, his most famous, obviously, being Bram Stoker's Drac Dracula. Dracula. And he did that a year before this movie. And uh, I read a few little things about him. Actually, there's a movie called Ed Wood um, that came out mm -hmm. um, a long time ago. I haven't seen it, and I didn't know what it was about until I started doing the uh, research for this movie. Yeah. But it, uh, Bella Lugosi is played by Walter Matthau, who won an Oscar for his performance which Bella Lugosi never came close to getting. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> the acting in this is very terrible. <laughs> okay, it's so, so bad. well, I never, I usually start these podcasts with telling you what year this movie came out. This movie came out in 1932. Mm -hmm. I, I should say it was shot in 1932, mm -hmm. 
-hmm. it was lost uh, and resurfaced in the 60s. So it didn't really catch a light of day. It did well in the box office or whatever. That's bad. If, if that's what you're going to say. Like, um, I, I can't imagine what the box office was like if there's movies like this playing. Um, so Bela Lugosi plays... Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, well, didn't it win Oscars? <laughs> oh, that was a bad movie. Let's yeah. not even talk about Waterworld. That's a whole other can of worms. Um, so it stars Bela Lugosi as yeah. murder... Legendre, which I mean, had to have been a made-up name. Um, Madge Bellamy as Madeline, and mm-hmm. Joseph Cawthorn as uh, Doctor Brunner, mm-hmm. who I think is the probably the best character in the movie. Um, and Robert Fraser as uh, Charles Beaumont, who kind of mm-hmm. plays like the equivalent of a Van Helsing yeah. in the movie. Um, and John Heron, who is absolutely the worst actor. <laughs> <laughs> and I also read that John Heron and um, Madge Bellin- Bellamy from this role on mm-hmm. really just played side characters in movies through the rest of their lives mm-hmm. acting. If they stopped acting, I wouldn't have been surprised. Uh, the director was also Victor Halperin. Um, his brother, um, can't think of what his first name is, his brother also, uh, well maybe it's on there, the story in the dialogue, Garnett Wilson. Which I got to say, I find that amazing as... Watching the very beginning of this movie again because I watched it and fell yeah. asleep, woke back up, rewatched it because I hate myself. <laughs> and the fact that a, you said yes, you said yes. <laughs> the fact that a the person that made the story, b there was a cinematographer, editor, <laughs> assistant. It took two directors. I can't to imagine pile this they piece of did crap. too much. And I'm actually surprised that uh, John Heron's name's actually on the uh, on the. Uh, credits at the start of the movie. I, I really like the starts of movies even today with any movie. Mm-hmm. Um, if I happen to be switching through the channels and there's a, the start of a movie, I'll always watch it. Not m- Probably not the whole movie, but I mm-hmm. love watching the beginning of a movie, trying to guess what kind of a movie. Th- but w- if this came on, I don't know w- what exactly <laughs> to think here. Like so at the start of the movie here, I, I don't I don't think there's any reason to go through the plot unless maybe you'd be interested <laughs> in I going mean, through the okay. plot since you're not 100 percent sure as to what's going on here. The hour before, actually, yeah, the hour before I went into this movie mm-hmm. um, and asked me, "Hey, what's this movie? What's the plot?" Yeah, I would have had the exact same answer as a month ago when I've never heard this movie. <laughs> and also right now. And right now. I have okay. no idea. Well, let me school you. Okay, school me um, the plot. Okay, so the plot is there's this young couple that are coming along, and they have a driver who is a black fella, and he's thinking 1932. Mm-hmm. There weren't many roles for black characters, and they were in a lot of these B-rated. I'm not even going to call this a B-movie. This is like C, D, maybe a Z movie. It would be like into a uh, grindhouse. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so th- the two characters that are on the screen um, that you see right there, oh, we're not looking at the screen. It's okay. Um, th- they want to get married, and basically they met on a cruise ship, and mm. this Dr. Brunner was on the cruise ship as well. And they mentioned that through the movie too, but it, I didn't catch that till the second time, especially after I read the syn- synopsis. Anyway, the, they want to get married, and Dr. Brunner says, no, you got to come and get married where I live. Mm-hmm. which is super weird. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he, he obviously has motives, and he, he basically he took a liking to Madeline on this, this trip. So on their en route to this, uh, to this place, they run into um, Murder. His Dracula. name's Murder, <laughs> Legendre, Dracula. Dracula. It might be easier to just call him Dracula. 
Um, the, the character right there on the screen said the word zombies for the very first time in film history as well. That might be a yeah. interesting point. So uh, anyways, they uh, come across a funeral being held in the middle of the road. So what they're doing is, eyebrows. yeah, that not fake at all, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, no, those are, also I gotta say, um, as you are a zombie fan, uh-huh. does it pain you to know that this movie started the whole, was the first movie? It's gotta zombie? start somewhere. It's gotta start like, somewhere. There's rock bottom and there, there whatever the hell this we'll, is. We'll get into what I think of the zombie there's like element of this there's movie. There's scraping the bottom of the barrel, then there's the fucking barrel. That's yeah. what this movie is. Yeah. This is like the underneath, the stain underneath the barrel from things yes. being inside of it. All right. Anyway, continue with the plot. If you don't mind. Yes. Um, so, yeah, they come across a funeral, and uh, the funeral, the, the body's being buried in the road, and, and they're trying to figure out why. It's because there's this guy who mm-hmm. is Dracula, is Blah. taking bodies and um, doing things to them and making them work for him. Basically, he's, mm-hmm. um, if you've never seen the movie Fido, it's a great zombie movie where they use zombies to cut their grass and do maintenance work and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Um, so it's kind of like that. He he's taking. They they think he's taking dead bodies. They find out later that he's not really doing that at all. Um, and they're so people are afraid that they're going to steal from graves. So they mm. bury them in the middle of the road where people pass all the time. So they take too long to do that. Anyway, so they go to um, Dr. Brunner's uh, or sorry, it's Beaumont, not Brunner. Mm. Uh, it's Beaumont that they met on this this trip. So this Beaumont character wants to marry this Madeline girl. So he's talking to, um, he's talking to this this witch doctor, mm-hmm. Dracula, Dracula, to come up with some kind of plan, to um, marry them, but or, but to have something happen to her, like say make her disappear for a month, and then he'll forget all about her, and then Beaumont can have her to himself. So he comes up with this plan and he puts this little thing in, the, in, a, in a rose and he makes her smell it. And there's a whole voodoo thing going on, which we can talk about in a bit too because it was really funny. It was weird. Yeah, so he basically, is, he's got, he's got a, a motive of his own. Mm-hmm. So he gets the girl. So Beaumont's got the girl and the, uh, the young groom-to-be, Neil Parker, is mm-hmm. losing it. Um, his acting is horrendous, and we'll talk about that a little bit more too. Um, so he, uh, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm rambling on here. So he basically has has the girl with him with yeah. her, but she's in a zombified state, and it's really just a trance that yeah. she does things like she plays piano perfectly, but she's got no emotion, n- nothing up here, nothing in here, is what they say. I think it's funny. You said you're scared that you're rambling on. I feel like that's what this movie did. Yeah. And it's only a freaking hour long. Yeah. Where Quentin Tarantino's movie is like two hours long. Yeah. Three and hours, enter- and you yeah. don't even notice. Yeah. And I'm actually entertained in those. Yeah. So they get to. Uh, <laughs> I can talk about the whole thing because I mean, if you're watching this, you've seen the movie and you'll love it. I hope not. I really hope you did not invest your effort. Yeah. Into this movie, like, how did you find out with the plot? I l- read the synopsis read on IMDb. <laughs> yeah. How much times do you think you watched this movie? How many times have I seen this? Yeah. I've seen it twice, and that's it. You've I didn't it see it. I didn't see it before uh, my brother suggested it. So you've seen it twice. I've seen it twice. Mm-hmm. And to find out the freaking plot, you had to Google it and tell me. Well, th- that that, like I said, I do that before. Yeah. I, I read the synopsis first, and then I 
pick out the things through the movie as we go because I'm going to talk about it, right? I want to yeah. make sure I got my facts clear. So, um, so we basically he has has the girl, mm. um, and he decides that he wants her to be turned back. He he wants to have her back, yeah. so that he can talk to her and she smile and and uh, you know murder says well you want her that she doesn't like you anymore? Like, wh- what do you think she's going to do yeah. when she comes to and realizes that you've done this to her? Wh- wh- and her fiancé is just losing his mind. He takes her to his place, right? So he has her there. Mm-hmm. And basically, th- the the doctor and the, the groom and everybody just comes and to his place, but then they take Beaumont, mm-hmm. and Beaumont gets turned into a zombie. Right, so, so they're both zombies. Yeah, and like at one point they mentioned that you were scared to shake my hand. Now you're touching my hand, and you, you realize you cannot speak anymore. Yeah. It's it's everything kind of gets explained to you. There's there's a a scene where there's a couple of maids that mm-hmm. kind of like explain the plot to you near the end of the movie so that you get the last scene. <laughs> so you're like, okay, this is going on. <laughs> it, it, it's very hilarious. I mean, I, I love doing these podcasts, so it's, it's yeah. I always want to try and get as much information out of it. And usually my notes have a lot more um, substance to them. Yeah, but I'm very rea- I'm really, uh, it's just writing flower he gives to her, and that's really just the flower that has yeah. the poison in it. It's like, how did he know she was going to sniff it? For a very bare bones <laughs> movie, like mm-hmm. there's not very much to it. It's confusing, mm-hmm. and like also just um, for any of you writers out there who are deciding that you guys want to make a movie, um, just a thought: put yourself in uh, the parents' shoes of these characters. Yeah. Would you name a kid murder? <laughs> would you think? And also, would you be friends with a person named Murder? And then when you saw all those weird things happen, yeah, you wouldn't immediately go to him. <laughs> well, see, he also mentions at one point the the characters that he has with him that are zombies mm-hmm. are his enemies, and they're he mentions each one of them. He goes down the line of saying what each person did. He, this guy doubted me. Um, this guy wanted to have the police against me. This guy was the executioner in the town. It's like he took all the people that could stop him. And turn them into his slaves. I like the idea. He's like the worst friend ever. You ever like going on a road trip with him? Yeah. He's like, you're like, you know what? We're McDonald's. He goes, yeah. I want KFC. You're like, oh, you know, McDonald's is better. And then you're his zombie. You're I'm his thinking, I'm thinking he's like. more of a guy that sees people as as workers. <laughs> like, yeah. you like, I mean, we're talking about 1932 here, so it wasn't exactly um, the most PC way to think. Everyone, I, I don't want to say anything about slavery too much, but like. Yeah. He wanted to use everyone as for some yeah. for his own personal gain, right? So friends weren't something that he had. Like I, it, it's funny that the maids that are talking about um, the plot and stuff—they're yeah. not zombies. Yeah, they know what's going on. They could leave and have free will at any time they want. As, so I feel as like far as I could figure out, but uh, like I fixed the they, eyebrows. On this they man. did a really good job at like acting like zombies. They like did had their eyes wide open yeah. when they were trying to, uh, when they were trying to um, show you that they are zombies. I, I'm trying to find <laughs> a spot here on here. I I, I, do, I do like those about like nowadays like the digression of zombies have went a long way. Like you mean the progression? No. Dig- oh, you oh, mean yeah, it's oh, yeah, d- been degraded? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, no. Okay. Um, 
nowadays, like going to Walking Dead and stuff like that, yeah. if you want someone to be a zombie, you, can, you know, you do all this makeup and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Back then, it was like, well, I need to be a zombie. What? Just keep your eyes wide. Yeah. You're a zombie. There you yeah. go. Yeah. You're well, on and, your way. And like when zomb like zombie movies started in black and white, and yeah. as they progressed to color, the same effects that worked in black and white movies mm. didn't work in color. Like you'll see a movie like. Um, Night of the Living Dead remake, mm. um, because Night of the Living Dead was was George A. Romaro, who I think is, as far as I'm concerned, he's the zombie creator. Mm. He made the the zombie what he is. He he created the whole flesh, eat, like eating flesh and all that yeah. stuff. Like these zombies are kind of like catatonic state and stuff. You know, like they're not really a threat. People walk around, and yeah, uh, it's it's slaves. it's no big yeah, deal, are. right? They are kind of yeah. slaves. So. It, and that's what I was saying by mm. they're not really zombies as far as I'm concerned. Like George A. Romaro's zombie is like a threat, blood, yeah. and they want to eat your brains and all that stuff. You know, like uh, the stereotypical zombie thing. Like, and zombies mm. have really blown up in the last few years. I think thanks a lot to the, the Walking Dead. A lot of people um, do like zombies. Well, zombie movies have been around yeah. forever. Um, new ones are coming out all the time. Do you think in the age of remakes, do you think they're going to remake this movie? I think they could pick any other movie. <laughs> if like, I have a hard time being all for remakes. Yeah. But if they came out saying they're gonna, they're like, guys, we yeah. hit it. We hit gold. Yeah. We're gonna redo. Yeah. White Zombie. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. I would turn in my scenes card. <laughs> and I would just quit off movies forever. Yeah. <laughs> I would go live in a cave for the rest of my well, life. Well, you never know, you know. That it, things always come back. But this movie wasn't as popular as most of the movies that you remake. So definitely not. Say. It was not. I mean, I wasn't there. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, like this, this actual scene here, Jeremy, if you don't mind showing that on the scene, is this is Beaumont bringing Madeline down to her wedding. And the whole time walking down the stairs... He's trying to convince her not to marry the guy that she's going to marry. And when that doesn't work, he goes and gets the flower that has the poison in it. And like, and as, as if it's not obvious what's going on here. <laughs> you know? She sniffs it. And basically, you think that's all she needs to do, right? Yeah. But as you go along... Why won't you just put it in the bouquet? She's an idiot. As you go along, he... Uh, uh, I skipped a little too far because this is a yeah. public domain YouTube... Video anyway, so yeah. as he's going along, he uh, he basically I forget where it was at when I was talking about. I have a, I have a quick question. Can okay. you go back to wh where you started, where she gets the flower? Do you know where that is? Yeah. Can you get that? Yeah. Because this is amazing. I uh, you went. This is it's just amazing that you can see. You can see in the actress, the regret. Just seep over her. I don't think she was she, doing that. I think that's just the look that she. She had. no, like there is a, a look at the camera, yeah. like she's made the biggest mistake of her life. She's yeah. just, yeah. Like <laughs> I, 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 I done, I done messed up. I done goofed. Like <laughs> she, I think at that, that's the point where she realized. Because when they're like, okay, he's gonna hand you the flower. You're gonna smell it for some reason. Then you're gonna put it in your bouquet. And yeah. she went, oh, I'm in a bad movie. Like I think that's the point where she went, oh, okay. <laughs> That, that's what's going on. Like they're yeah. like, oh, oh. What, at what point do you think all the actors also went, oh, so this isn't gonna be good. Like we've made a decision. Like yeah. we we have taken a unanimous vote. This is gonna be a yeah. bad movie. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think anyone was thinking that when they were filming this movie. I think yeah, they're like, right. 
I'm a movie star. I'm gonna be in a movie. <laughs> right here, like yeah. She just the whole time, the only expression on her face is just yeah. Yeah. Let's just do this. Like she, like it. It's her wedding. She doesn't seem excited or yeah. anything. She just seems upset that she's in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> like here, she's just like. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's like... We need to get that swear jar for... Uh, yeah, Tyler. I know. I've been doing it bad. This <laughs> it, but it's just like... She was, He's just so friggin' angry. She was just... Uh, <laughs> like, she was sitting there, and they turned the camera away from her, and she's like, thank God. Yeah. And they turned back, and she's like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to be on this screen. No, yeah. please. Like, if they had uh, CGI back then, they would have put, like, someone else's face on it. She would, like, change it. Yeah. I don't want to be in this movie. Like... I just also like the idea that there's, like, uh, have you seen Samurai Cop? No. It's a terrible movie <laughs> okay. as well. Well, in it, the director kept saying as they were making it, yeah. he's like, oh, this is going to be the best thing ever. This is, like, this is a, this is my vision. It's perfect. I wonder if the guy was doing it for this movie. Yeah. Even when he when, and when he finished being edited yeah. and he saw the final product, did he go, oh, my God, I failed. Yeah. Did, did he did he look at his work and just go, this was a lot of time wasted. Maybe it's not, um, maybe it's not uh, a coincidence that it was lost for thirty yeah, years. Yeah. Maybe he's like, <laughs> maybe let's just pretend this one didn't exist. Yeah, and then he died, and somebody yeah. was like, hey, what's? I'm gonna go through my uncle's uh, movies that he left in the basement. Uh, let's put this. You know what? Let's just yeah. let's just spray this spray. on the screen like diarrhea. I just like. You know, the, the <laughs> producers, like the, the studio goes to his house, hey man, so where's that movie you were going He goes, oh, I didn't give it to you. <laughs> oh, it's around it here somewhere. It was I, just here. <laughs> where, where'd that silly thing go? I'll find it, don't worry about it. All right, so I may be seen as, uh, this may be seen as a bit of a travesty because it does give a lot of credit to your favorite director <laughs> because oh, they're basically, God. let's just say they're either making a parody or ripping them off, but like in these days, there wasn't a whole lot of these kinds of scenes, like extended take scenes, yeah. all one shot. Can I can I explain what we're talking about? Yeah. Okay. So, um, should I pause it or can yeah, we, we'll pause we, it. We can watch. We can watch okay. this or so okay. for people who don't know anything about Hitchcock, I'll use it in uh, modern movies. Mm -hmm. So, have you seen Birdman? Mm. Birdman. Birdman. It's uh, the Michael Keaton one? Yeah, the guy who's playing yep. Falcon. Yep. So, in that movie, it seemed like it was one big take. So, years and years and years before that, uh, a man named, a small, little unknown director, known Alfred, uh, as Alfred Hitchcock, okay. except for he was the biggest thing ever. Oh, okay. Um, I wasn't basi there. <laughs> I'm not that old. Came up, like, was like, I'm going to make a movie, and I want it to be done in one shot. And back then, obviously with film, they did not have infinity-length film. No. So he came up with an idea, which was basically he would use things um, disrupting the camera to make it seem like it's one shot. Like someone, like when you watch the movie, you'll and you can see it. And also Birdman, you'll see a person will walk in front of the camera, or the camera will go behind a couch, or something will go in front of the camera. Yep. And they use that to cut. Yeah. And then they will do that the whole movie. It's Alfred Hitchcock came up with it first, as far as I know. Mm -hmm. It was like, it, and it was revolutionary. It was like a really cool thing that no yeah. one ever, like people, was like, oh yeah, there's always been long takes. Yeah. But the idea of a whole movie being one long take, uh, first would have been hell if yeah. that it was actually one long take. Yeah. But it was, it was just, it was amazing. And this movie just decided yeah. that 
it was going to pay tribute to that. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully they weren't trying to rip it off. Yeah. Well, who knows, right? Yeah. But, but uh, and we'll just show this on the screen, Jeremy, while we talk about it. Um, so the mo the this shot. I'm yeah. hoping this is playing. Yeah, it's playing. It's going. So yeah, the it it has these strange angles, but this goes on for about a I don't know two minutes or so. Which this sucks because that was actually a kind of a cool camera thing. Like mm -hmm. going through. I like when when. It, it, I thought it was very neat, and uh, obviously that is one of the diamonds in the rough. When I was watching this movie and reading mm -hmm. about it, I was like, oh, there's a reference to Hitchcock. Ty's gonna love this. Oh yeah, that's but the you word didn't I would But use. you didn't notice it through the first run through the movie or the second. I was just trying to wait for the yeah. end. I was yeah. waiting for the credits. Well, <laughs> I'm a big fan of that, and I mean, a lot of times it has to be kind of pointed out because I get yeah. so invested in movies most of the time. Not this one. Yeah, if but this, uh, if this was a decent movie, yeah, I bet you I would have yeah. immediately caught up on it. I would have showed him like, you know, there's yeah. a little, little Hitchcock in here. Yeah, and because but it ties in, Walking mm -hmm. Dead did it recently too. They did a a scene where it was like they, they're shooting two people in a car and it kind of mm. pans out and it shows them walking down a hill and they kill a couple of zombies. It's all in one take. Obviously our favorite director, well, one of our favorite directors, I can't uh, speak for you too much, but Tarantino does a lot of Tarantino's extended amazing. long takes and stuff. Like I have major respect for uh, directors that pull it off mm. flawlessly. Even like two weeks ago we did uh, Get Shorty and Get Shorty did, um, also we talk, we're talking about uh, kind of homages to our favorite directors. With this doing the rope thing, um, at the very beginning of Get Shorty, it did, well not the very beginning, when he walks into the hotel, mm -hmm. it's like a shortened version of probably one of my favorite shots from uh, Pulp Fiction, which is when they go to Jackrabbit Slims and they mm -hmm. follow um, John Travolta around the building. Yeah. Um, and that was, that was one long take. Yeah, even, even yeah. in Pulp Fiction when they're going up to the uh, into the apartment. When yeah, that's that's a, a one big extended take. Well, they, they he, he yeah. does it in every movie, right? He does it several times in the movies, too. Like, uh, well the first one that comes to my mind is in uh, Kill Bill, mm -hmm. when she goes to the Japanese club. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's that's Tarantino. We, yeah. we welcome to yeah. the Tarantino podcast. Well, I think anybody that's seen our podcast knows that we're uh, fans of them, and, and I like to reference it. I think it's funny how a lot of these... Um, a lot of these movies that we tie in, they always have like Star Wars references mm -hmm. or Tarantino-esque stuff or Hitchcock. Yep. You know, it's all there. I'm trying to so, there yeah, um, yeah, yeah the tiny little thing up there in the corner. So <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm just gonna bring it up because I feel like this is gonna be an episode where we go off on different yep. things because we have to. Because no way can we talk about this for an hour. <laughs> um, yeah. But with us finding a lot of things based on movies that we love. It's kind of kind of makes sense as the movies we love are classics, especially like if I think of great directors. Uh, great directors, there's not very much nowadays, but there's there's still quite quite a bit. Like there's uh, Scorsese, J.J. Um, Abrams isn't a great. Like there's good directors like uh, Gunn, stuff like that. But the greats, I'd say like the actual like unbelievable greats. Mm -hmm. We do have one, and it's Quentin Tarantino. And I know I'm being biased to say that as a Quentin Tarantino yeah. fan, but to me the greats are. Um, Hitchcock, okay, Kubrick, yeah, Quentin Tarantino, yeah, and half of me wants to say um, Steven Spielberg, but I can't stand him anymore. So no, <laughs> I think it's been those three. I think those are the big like because everyone has heard yeah. those names. Everyone. Yeah. Like I, big, I think I think big, one big. thing that you you you're saying is is you're talking about popular directors as well. I mean maybe that is your they, favorite they did, list. They did 
mm -hmm. amazing things. Mm -hmm. Like you can't fight that they've done amazing, yeah. amazing work. Like I, I think uh, a lot of the stuff that we we talk about on here is is there's there's kind of like two kind of separate categories. Is is there's there's things that I've been exposed to mm -hmm. in media. It works with music. It works with sports. Things that mattered to me growing up still matter to me now, yeah. right? So like me not being exposed to Hitchcock and uh, not being exposed as much to, um, um, what was the other director you mentioned? Uh, Kubrick? Kubrick. It, it wasn't, there, there weren't movies that were like, like thrown to me, you were shown to me. Eyes Wide Shut kind of kid? Not really, I mean Eyes Wide Shut would be too late, right? I mean, <laughs> he was already gone by then, right? I was sitting there, you so were watching there, sitting there watching orgies? Yeah. That wasn't your thing? That was well, your I mean, I was old enough to watch, you know, other movies that had those kinds of things. <laughs> But uh, the, the thing is, is I always had a respect, and like mm. you, you want to, we've talked about classic rock uh, at different spots mm. too. Is is an age is a different thing, right? Yep. And having respect for like bands like Led Zeppelin and having CCR, CCR and stuff like that. It's it's not it's not that I grew up listening to them, but I know who they are mm. and I know what it is. So when you come down to to m directors, what your favorite directors are, it does mm. lean into movies. Like I love David Fincher. I'd have to say David Fincher's one of the most consistent directors in my mind. He's done anything from Seven to Fight Club. Um, a, a movie that we didn't talk about at all when we were watching, uh, when we were talking about Seven was The Game. Yeah. N not as well known to everybody else, but it was very Fincher style. Um, if you want to talk about Benjamin Button, I mm. mean, that was more of a mainstream kind of thing, but it still yeah. had his touches. Like the girl with the dragon tattoo, yeah. Everything was was consistent, so I'd say top of my list is David Fincher as far as directors go. We uh, one day we will do a thing just talking about things, but I do kind of feel bad as we are talking about great directors and great pieces of work, um, and the topic is yeah. this terrible movie. Yeah. That. Ha which <laughs> you know what I gotta say, um, kind of relates to this movie, and also is making fun of another terrible movie, Suicide Squad. Isn't it bad that they kind of have the same color palette? This gray. Cement. This one at least has an excuse. It's black and white. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, so this movie, going back to this whole just amazingness. Um, one thing you mentioned uh, in our, we do like a pre thing. Yep. Um, just to warm up, uh, we were talking about the vultures in it, which are. Oh my god, <laughs> they are everywhere. Yeah. I've never seen so much, and I've watched. The Jungle Book, and th there are three characters that are in a quite like yeah. very prominent. Um, a, there's a lot of times where it's very fake, and it's so there, and you can totally tell. Yeah, and it's just so much of it, like so much of mm -hmm. it. it. This movie is very good at going, just using things like that, where it's like, oh, I'm gonna be spooky, I'm gonna be clever, using the whole uh, match thing, and by the end of the movie, you go. They were going for something good, but they stumbled at the yeah. starting line. I'm, I'm thinking like if you're in the movie theater watching it and there's noises like that, like what the vulture makes and, yeah. the, and the different noises, I'm I'm sure it scared the crap out of you, but it, mm. not for the right reasons. More just because yeah. it was annoying and you just wanted it to stop. Much like the most yeah, of the movie, right? Say. Like it, it's not it's they don't use you know sound the way a lot of r directors do now for. Hey, they don't use audio, visual, or anything like yeah. most directors would. As yeah. I feel bad. Like um, I know a very uncommon thing is people, um, as I am a movie fan, mm -hmm. I say that uh, movies like uh, Pokemon movie, Batman and Robin, uh, movies that are 
not good or okay. I, I didn't name one that was okay, but uh, <laughs> anyway, they're to me movies. Yeah. Like uh, this would be a movie. It's like you can sit down, you can look at it. It's moving pictures. But to me, a film is like a great movie. Like when we did Cape Fear and stuff like that. Great movies. Mm-hmm. This movie, I feel bad even calling it a movie. Yeah. Like, and that to me is the lowest rating you can get. Like, yeah. I would call this a pic. Like, I'm not even a picture. I'd call it a video. Yeah. Like, and I feel bad for that. There is YouTubers making prank videos, yeah. which have higher quality than this movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, the acting is so yeah. like just what the one. See, thing. I, 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 every time you rip stuff apart, I always want to defend it, but I got nothing. Yeah, you got nothing. I, I absolutely got nothing. There's one thing this movie does okay, and I, I do like it, and it kind of makes me feel bad for the people that put money into this movie. Mm-hmm. But the set design is pretty good. Yeah, you like, know why the set design's good? Because some get, poor guess what? Put guess what? Ca- guess what castle did? they used? What? Dracula's castle, <laughs> Universal Studios. <laughs> the film is based in uh, Haiti. Like they say that it's Haiti, but it's it's in California. <laughs> it's in Hollywood. Oh um, my god! Yeah. So <laughs> they didn't even really build a set. They just took. The Dracula set this and made it the way it is. Is riding off Dracula's dick so hard? Yeah. Well, I mean, it only came out a year after, right? So, like, if you want to talk about Bela Lugosi and his, I, I, I just read a little bit about him. I didn't. I don't really know much about him, like, at all. But uh, I mean, I knew that he was Dracula. That's about it. But they say that, uh, like, he was. He's not an American. He's a no. from uh, Austria, or something like that. Um, he, a uh, country that, you know, didn't exist then and it does now. But, uh, anyways, he uh, he he was very famous for just taking any role. And it's very obvious, like yeah. as he took Dracula, which well, was and it just a movie. it just spir- downward spiral spiral from here. Like he he, if it was today, mm-hmm. he'd be cracking hookers immediately. You know, like he'd be in just completely. He would be Charlie Sheen. All over the place. Like, just, and the design, oh, sh- sorry. <laughs> the design of the set uh, is taken from Jack- Dracula, as you've said. Yeah. Which is amazing because they have certain things like this. And then you see uh, who I'm calling Dracula in this because yeah. I can't put in enough effort to re- learn his name in this movie. <laughs> uh, Dracula wearing a suit. It looks like they went to the costume department and went, what all? What all hair do you got? And they went, we got these child eyebrows that are really thick for some reason. <laughs> yeah. We got these weird scraps of hair that don't make a beard or mustache. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, just throw it on them. Like, it, it looks so... Throw it on them and let's zoom in. Yeah, like, it's, <laughs> his eyebrows are like this. Like, like cut to here. Like, you can see it. Like, pa- can you pause it when it goes back to him? Yeah, he's he's like, not, not me. Right there. Yeah. What is his beard? Like, it's just... Two tufts like this. Yeah. He's got the reverse Hitler stash, where it's just the sides. <laughs> it's That's probably all he could grow, right? It's like, like they grabbed a razor and just went <laughs> like this. Good enough. There we go. <laughs> Good enough. Yeah. They just shaved like a racing stripe in his face, which is yeah. ironic because his hairline does like a point. <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's Dracula with a dog. I don't even like a. I don't. I don't even know what that is. It's so unfathomable. Yeah. To try to describe the f- costume design. And it's just, 
The one girl always wears a dress the whole movie, which yeah. she's a bride. I get that. Um, mm -hmm. The whole candle thing where they were carving in a candle, lit it, and then she passed air, which yeah, is like, oh, it's from the drugs. It's like as if the, the drugs candle? don't work unless you carve the person out in voodoo and yeah. candles, right? And it's, I, I give, I'll give it to him that it's creepy, but it's yeah. also confusing. It's, I just also, that guy sat there with a knife. I'm kind of impressed. He should become an artist and he can yeah. carve out what that girl looks like in that amount of time and then burn it like so um a oh. little bit about bella lugosi is uh he actually fought in world war one world war one he was injured oh. three times i think could you imagine being yeah. at war and seeing dracula <laughs> <laughs> oh god he ended his career working Athens. for the legendary worst director of all time ed wood and there's a movie about him like we talked about yeah, earlier ed wood. ed wood um and, and it won oscars um which is cool um, he never did. Yeah, yeah, that's the ir irony of the whole thing. Somebody playing him won an Oscar, but <laughs> um, but I, I I was looking up that movie too, and and uh, like Johnny Depp's in it, and it's a movie worthy of uh, a check out. Maybe I if I had been smarter, I would have uh, looked at that movie instead of this one. But um, uh, me being a huge fan of zombies, I did want to go back. Mm -hmm. and see where it started and if i had known more about the fact that these aren't even actually dead people coming alive yeah. there's no threat to them it's just him being super creepy and no one really like you know contacting authorities of any kind they're not worried about <laughs> what they're just like oh he does this and this have you ever said anything about it like to anyone that can do something about it oh that's just our neighbor murder yeah, yeah. he's weird but he none of them none of the people that he turned into zombies were cops so i mean you know it's it's kind of ridiculous i just like wait do did police exist in 1932 maybe i don't know maybe that's that was a new thing but i just like the idea of these people show up to this town and like hey do you know this your neighbor over there murder his name's murder right yeah, yeah. his name's murder hey, murder over there He's making people his slaves. Like, well, oh see, yeah, that's just that, his quirk. But see, that's gonna... right. But that—that's what the driver actually is. The first thing he says is, he goes, "Hey, he's doing that stuff." And of course, because he's black, nobody believes him, right? <laughs> I just like, <laughs> like you know, when someone says a story, he's like, "Oh yeah, that person's doing that weird thing now." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh really? Why yeah. do they treat slavery like that?" Like, "Oh really? He's into that? Yeah. Well, okay." <laughs> it's just the idea that everyone knows this is going on and goes. Yeah, that's silly old murder for you. You know, <laughs> up to his old tricks up to again. His old tricks, turning people into <laughs> into slaves, into slaves and zombies. Like, <laughs> just I would love to have been the producer that got to that was just honored with this pitch. Yeah. Just saying, listen, have you ever watched a zombie movie and wish yeah. they weren't dead? Yeah. And wish they weren't anything? Like, just well, wish no. They they see, there was no zombie movie before that. This is the first one. Right. This was is the first time they've ever used the word zombie. Was, was Night of the Living Dead out before this? No, Night of the Living Dead was 1978. Really? The year I was born. Oh, okay. Well, then that never dates mind. me. But then could you imagine them coming and goes, listen, I'm going to make a monster movie. Yeah, like, I imagine zombies didn't exist, which is kind of like what the world of The Walking Dead is. Yeah. Right? I mean, they don't use the word zombie in The Walking Dead. Did you know that? Yeah, they use walkers. They say walkers, and like, I mean, movies didn't exist. Now, if you want to check movies out... didn't exist. Like and, and and Walking Dead's kind of like a drama and stuff, so it's mm. not. It kind of like falls short of the actual genre of, of zombies because it's more about the survival than it is zombies. Yeah. But um, if you haven't checked out Z Nation, um, it's more in the line of a uh, 
kind of like a B-rated movie. It's it's the same people that did like Sharknado and movies like that. Oh god. The effects are amazing. The camera works awesome. Um, and if you get really invested in it, um, the characters are pretty awesome too. Kay. So, if I had to recommend something way better than this, it would be check out Z Nation. It's on Netflix. Can, can I ask for a favor? Uh, maybe you already have. If I go up to you at any point and say, hey, let's do Sharknado, mm -hmm. smack me. And don't let me ever be in charge of anything ever again in my life. Uh, I, I have, uh, we were talking about respect there earlier. You pick a movie, I'll find something to talk about with it. Um, Sharknado hap happens to be a family favorite. Uh, we, really? we, watch, like, we watch it every New Year's Eve. My buddy is addicted <laughs> to it. And I watched it once and I'm like, yeah. This just—it's not okay. it, 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 these these kinds of movies aren't made for those kinds of things. You're not yeah. looking for um, super acting. You're looking for bad acting. Yeah. Um, and if you want to like really rip something apart, mm. these are the perfect movies for it. So okay, so we're at the forty-minute mark, which mm -hmm. is forty minutes more than I've ever wanted to talk mm -hmm. about this movie. Um, <laughs> so okay, I have have a question for you. Okay, you have a question. Uh, and this. Is not the answer. White Zombie is not your favorite zombie movie. Oh no! Um, now, would I be so bold to say that Shaun of the Dead is close to your favorite zombie movie, or do you have one that I may not know of? It's Shaun of the Dead is up there. Mm -hmm. It's not my favorite. It was very. Movie. It was done very well. I was, I was a huge well. fan of it when it came out, and I'm still a huge fan of it now. See, I hate when someone says that their favorite movie of anything is a modern movie, mm -hmm. because it's like, but, you know, out of all of history, there's been a lot better than that. Because yep. I also feel like movies have kind of went downhill a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like, there's been some greats. Um, Shaun of the Dead was really good, but I gotta say, and I I think, I don't, I don't know why this movie is my favorite movie, <laughs> okay. a zombie movie. Zombieland. Zombieland, yeah. And I, w I was really interested, because when I watched the movie originally, um, as a movie fan, I looked more into it. And it was originally supposed to be a series. I'm like, oh, that'd be cool. Like a Zombieland series. Mm -hmm. Just because I am a big, like, I'm not, I'm a fan of zombie. Like, I, I like zombie films when they come out. Actually, wait, no, sorry. No, hold it off. <laughs> I guess we're holding off, people. Because uh, you count Walking Dead as a zombie. As a I, it's not a movie, no. I mean, it's sorry, a TV zombie show. zombie TV show, right? Are Obviously. You, okay, yeah. Zombies. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you favorite, going with this? <laughs> my favorite zombie movie, then. Is Evil Dead. Oh, Evil Dead. Okay, sure. Even though they're deadites and they're technically demons, yep. they're still somehow zombies. Yeah. So that will be my thing. That or have you like? We're gonna do a bunch of horror movies because I love horror yep. films. Um, the best horror film I feel like that's modern, like the most modern best movie, uh, like horror film, has been Cabin in the Woods. I feel. Okay. There were zombies movie? in that too. There were yeah. zombies in that. That yeah. was a really good movie. Yeah, Cabinet. It was done, it was very original. I think the you get mm. a lot of uh, kind of stale ideas with movies and stuff. Um, yeah. I think it was it was very good. So I, 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 it seems like you're kind of like jumping around. What's Th your answer? Uh, Evil Dead. Evil, Evil Dead. Is my Dead? Favorite zombie Evil movie. Dead. Um, See, I, I consider it a zombie movie because they they're a threat. Mm. I, I um, you see something like uh, uh, World War Z. Yeah, I, I find the zombies fast zombies aren't as entertaining no. to me. Um, I like kind of like the slow kind of like the, mm. you know, it's a threat but it's a manageable threat, and yeah. then you get surrounded by them. I love zombies in hordes. I love um, 
different original ways to kill zombies. That's what's great about what Walking Dead did earlier. They mm. don't, don't so much do crazy walker kills now. But uh, I really liked uh, Dawn of the Dead when it was when they yeah, did the re- remake of it. Um, going back to uh, um, Zombieland, that was a fun zombie movie. I there like wasn't a movie. whole lot of zombies in it. No, but but the threat was still there. To to me, again, going back to the whole a gunshot thing of me, my favorite thing being them dealing with it. It was them dealing with the loneliness of it, them trying to figure it out. Yeah. Which, um, not gonna lie, as much as I hate modern comedy because they're mostly just talking, and that movie was mostly just talking. Mm-hmm. It, I liked it. Like mm-hmm. I, I did like, and. That movie stands basically for every single thing I hate about a movie. But I liked it. Yep. And it's one of those things where I can't explain why I liked it. Yeah. I just liked it. That's why yeah. it's entertaining. So, um, going from movies that we actually like to this, yeah. Um, by the way, is this your favorite zombie movie? As a zombie fan? Is this your what, favorite zombie white movie? zombie? Yeah. I like uh, Rob Zombie more than I like this zombie movie. Oh, God. <laughs> um, you don't like Rob Zombie? Let's move on. Because if you want to talk about gunshots in uh, House of a Thousand Corpses... There is one scene where there's a guy with a gun to a cop's head and it just pans out Mm -hmm. and you just wait and you wait and you wait and then it happens. Yeah. Like I, I, when I think of Rob Zombie, I think of that scene and how that really turned me around. He hasn't done a zombie movie yet, but, uh, but that kind of horror doesn't. Thousand Corpses is really good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I, the cabin in the woods, when we were talking about that, um, Mm. It was it was really a great movie. Um, so now that we've done that, <laughs> what? Uh, so wait, yeah. You did, what was your favorite favorite? Just quickly, what was your favorite uh, zombie movie? What's your favorite zombie movie? Yeah, I didn't really say. Actually, my favorite zombie movie is probably Night of the Living Dead. It's a good movie. Um, original. Not just the original, but the the sequel or not the sequel, the, the, remake. the remake of it. Um, it. It does have its quirks. But it has a c- certain classic to it, mm-hmm. um, and George A. Romaro being the ca- the father of zombies is what I what I think. Yeah. And it and it had uh, like Greg Nicotero was doing mm-hmm. the ma- the makeup and the art direction and all that stuff. So I mean, he had a real eye for it all, and he's actually the art director and a director for a lot of episodes on Walking Dead That's now cool. too. So um, those two being together. Mm. Any movie that they've done, and they've done a lot of movies, and like uh, Greg Nicotero's done work with uh, Tarantino before too. Um, he did a lot of work on uh, uh, Planet Terror. Um, that was Rodriguez, yeah, was but he did a lot of work um, in um, Death Proof, um, getting that B-rated kind of bloody kind of thing. I think we'll do that eventually too. I've, I've so final question. Okay. To end everything off on. All right. What's the rating? Oh, what's the rating? Yeah. Got a match. <laughs> burn this movie that's I actually that's the funniest part of this movie was yeah. dr brunner through the whole movie he's starting to tell tell somebody something and he just all of a sudden pulls out his pipe and he's just like you got a match and somebody just picks up the match and hands it to him like it, it was right there mm-hmm. and at the very end when the couple are about to uh finish uh I, maybe i can throw this on the screen real quick here jeremy I don't know if I'm still plugged in here. No? Okay. Um, it doesn't matter. At the end, they when they have their final kiss, yeah. he just taps the guy on the shoulder before he kisses her, and he goes, sorry to bother you, but uh, do you have a match? I l- laughed out loud that not only was that the funniest line in the whole movie, 
But I was so happy it was over. It's like, uh, well, it was like Goon, you know, it dumbs you down to the yeah. point where at the very end, you're like, oh my God, I'm laughing like an idiot. That was stupid. I'm but, you know, Goon had, had its redeemable yeah, qualities. It had, a, you know, it like, had some redeemable stuff. You know, so, and we, we talked about that last week. Can we, can we make our, what's the lowest, uh, we can't go negatives. No. Let's not go negatives. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say the lowest you can do is zero. Point one. Point one? <laughs> I'll do... I'll do zero craps given <laughs> zero. out of a thousand. <laughs> this movie, if you yeah. have a choice yeah. to pick up this movie yeah. or just, I don't know, something worse. What, what's something really bad? What's something really bad? Or uh, White Zombie, the movie? <laughs> I give this rating one ten movie compilation zombie movie. Yeah. Out of two. You give hundred. Ten okay. I was going to say <laughs> ten out of two. That's great. Um, yeah, serves, this movie. Serves no justice to it. This movie is just. Yeah. I would rather. Like, have you seen. Have you seen. Have you heard that song, uh, uh, One More Minute by Weird Al Yankovic? I don't, I that, don't I think, think so. he wrote it after watching this movie. Oh, yeah. Because there is so much things I would rather do than watch this movie. Yeah. Like, yeah, you'll Anything. never get that hour back. Or if you've watched no. it twice, you'll never get those two hours back. My life has N been shortened. Never have I seen a movie that was an hour long that felt like it took three hours yeah. to watch. Okay, like, so I mean that's it. That's yeah. all we have to do. We're we're done crapping on this movie. I'm done thinking about this movie yeah. for the rest of my life. I think uh, for black and white, I'm gonna go uh, more to my education of uh, Hitchcock or um, Kubrick. To find out what real black and white movies should those, be. Those are, yeah, you should do that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go home and watch Death Proof to soak myself of Sweet. this terribleness. Sweet. Hey, you going to give that back to me today? Okay, Bye. cool. <laughs> right so, yeah, thank you for watching this. Um, follow, uh, well, follow me at, uh, at Meller underscore three. Follow uh, this show at underscore... Uh, movie therapy. Follow me at uh, Do It All Derek. Subscribe to both of our YouTube channels, which is uh, North Star and Faux Pop. Uh, and then go to iTunes and you can listen to us on the go. You can hear us talk about this crappy movie again while you're at work. Yep. And then you can think about how lucky you are that you got to do labor instead of watching this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. Thank you. So, thank you for liking this and thank you for subscribing and, uh, Thank you very much, Julie. See you next week.